from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, close to mid-afternoon, I guess. Welcome to Live from America, lunchtime listen, live at lunch. It depends on what time you eat lunch, I guess. But uh, we are live from America. I am your host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, um, ever so humble, ever so God-fearing, but God-loving. And I just thank you so much for joining me today. Kelly Miller from Ohio, how are you? Katie Haskett, good morning. Chelsea Weiss, how are you? Good morning. Christy Marie, thank you for joining in. Sarah, how are you from Maine? I think I just emailed you this morning. Like two emails, I think. Terry Funch, how are you? Um, Cynthia Sachowski, Sikowski? Uh, Lynn Palazzi, good morning. Thank you. Debbie Mersh from Ohio. Uh, Denise Sherrill. She says, from New Hampshire, fellow New Hampshireite, live free or die. How are you, Cheryl? Good to see you. Thank you for joining in. Please share the video. Lynn Meadows from Reno, Nevada. Jason Miller from Texas. You're awesome, too, brother. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Nidra Linton from Live Oak, Florida, uh, the home of Trump right now. Ashley LaRoche, good morning. How are you? And Lou Larson from Wisconsin. Thank you all for watching live. I'd also like to give some, um, some shout-outs to some of the uh, the new monthly donors, we have Lisa McGuire and Jeff Maine, uh, Linda Clarkson, Rebecca Riley, Barbara Chaves, and Raquel Love. Thank you guys all so much for supporting the show, for supporting the growth of the show. Um, please share the video. A lot of people are still unaware of the fact that we are live at 11 and live at 5 p.m. So uh, if you guys could uh, help me out there, that would be great. A lot of people have even stopped getting notifications ever since Facebook did some funny stuff the other day. So I'd appreciate you guys getting that all out there. Uh, I'd like to... Um, I'd like to start off by letting you know that the subscriptions, the monthly subscription, monthly donors uh, from crowdfunding is now back to 55%. We were up to 65% before Spotify and Anchor got rid of us for being Christian conservatives, but now we're in a place where, um, where we don't have to worry about that. Also, the website, you'll be able to start watching live video Right in real time, right from jeremyherald.com starting next week. So if you don't want to pop on Facebook or if you want to even get rid of Facebook altogether, um, you'll be able to watch it on jeremyherald.com. We're also putting up the podcast immediately after the show, which I'm taping for the podcast right now. A taping, I guess I should say recording. We're recording for the podcast right now, and we're also putting the audio on Rumble. When the studio is finished, completed, uh, when, the, when it's completed next week, or the first, I should say, uh, we'll be in the studio and um, doing video, and we'll be putting video up on Rumble as well. So we're branching out, and soon we will be on Apple TV, uh, Roku, and, and so many more. Um, so thank you guys so much. I really do appreciate it. And uh, let's, let's move on to uh, giving our love and our honor and our attention to the Lord as we do every day before we start the show. And today I'm going to be reading from Matthew, uh, Matthew 5, 7 through Matthew 5, 10. And it says, blessed are the, uh, blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful for they shall obtain mercy. 
Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And, and, and I, you know, that's something that I really needed to read today. I really needed to read that today because uh, blessed are those who, uh, who, who seek truth. Blessed are those who don't just seek entertainment and what they want. Because the truth hurts sometimes, and the truth will also set you free. And what I'm dedicated to here on Live from America, as we grow, and as we even add hosts to the show, or to the network, with their own shows right here on Live from America, uh, the, the status quo will be to always give our thanks and our love to the Lord first, always seek truth and spread truth, and no matter how painful sometimes the truth is, it is more important for you to have truth, ladies and gentlemen, than it is for you to be fed lies, okay? And a lot of people are just out there seeking, you know, what makes them feel better. Uh, but we can only change things and we can only work towards um, making America great again and, and ultimately saving America if we spread the truth first, okay? So thank you guys very much. Uh, we'll start off with the Lord's Prayer, and then we'll get right into some great news about Ivanka Trump. So please share the video, and if you're with me um, uh, today, and you can say it loud, say it loud so God can hear it. And if you're at work and you're listening, just say it in, in, internally so that your spirit can hear it, okay? Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. You know, the thing. You know, I can see Joe Biden trying to do that. Our Father, who art in heaven, uh, you know, the thing. Palmas. Palmas 5 <laughs> Oh, you know what? When I say the Lord's Prayer, there's it's easy to just recite like the uh, the national like the uh, the Pledge of Allegiance. But when you really break down what the Lord's Prayer actually is and and break it down word for word, it's truly remarkable, ladies and gentlemen. It is truly remarkable. Okay, all right. So we're we're gonna we're gonna start with the news. We got a lot to go over today. I'm gonna try to skip. I'm gonna try to give each topic its due uh, time to speak. Uh, but we're also going to try to move along quickly because I got quite a bit. So Ivanka Trump, ladies and gentlemen, as wonderful as she is, as, as amazingly talented as she is, as beautiful as she is, as a wonderful mother as she is, as a wonderful daughter and role model to women who are being attacked by Joe Biden and his administration right now. Joe Biden seems to always be for women when it's about killing babies. But when it's about actually furthering women and advancing women in the workplace and in society, Joe Biden couldn't be more anti-women, I, more than I've ever seen. The civil rights movement um, and, 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 the, and, and Article 9, or, or Title 9, I don't know if it's title or article, uh, gave women uh, a chance to be able to have their own sports leagues, to be able to have their own um, their own community to, to thrive and to succeed and not have to compete in a man's world when it came to physical um, competition, right? But Joe Biden has wiped that right out and he's letting boys just compete against girls and just erase their lives, erase their futures. In some cases, because so many young girls get scholarships, so many young girls are just out there competing, not even for professional reasons, but just for, you know, uh, 
working together and understanding what a team uh, is and, 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 and how you do that is you, you compete and you succeed in getting trophies and, and getting medals and getting honors and getting certificates. Um, but that's no longer, ladies and gentlemen. That is, so what's my hat? Somebody said. That is Cruella DeVille. I mean, Nancy Pelosi ripping up a speech in front of uh, <laughs> at uh, Trump's uh, um, State of the Union. And uh, I got that sent to me by, by a wonderful supporter of the show. And uh, as you can see, it says Trump 2020 on the side. But we got some new Trump 2024 gear coming out very, very soon. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. So Ivanka Trump, uh, bless her heart, is prepping. Are you ready for this? To run for uh, Florida Senate. And she would be running against Tiny Hands Marco Rubio. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Marco Rubio, who seems to be a fair-weather Republican. I'd say he's better than he is worse, uh, but he is a fair-weather Republican, and he would be, as the longer he stays in there, the more of a rhino he will become. So, when asked and when prepped, uh, pressed, I should say, uh, yes, I, Suzanne, I have Save America gear coming. I have it coming. Don't even worry about that. Um... <laughs> when 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 Preston when asked Marco Rubio Tiny Hands Rubio he says uh, he he started squirming a little bit he uh, he didn't want to say a mean or a nasty thing about Ivanka because he understands that Trump is the leader of the Republican Party and will uh, soon round up everybody as he moves into the midterms to wipe out both the House and the Senate uh, the Democratic control there and then ultimately impeach who is sitting in the presidency at that time for their multiple crimes against humanity and against this country. However, um, Ivanka Trump is prepping to run against Senator Marco Rubio, if you're just joining in. And when asked and pressed, Marco Rubio got very, very squirmish. He didn't know what to say. He didn't know exactly um, where he wanted to go with his answer. So he went this route. He said, all I can say is running for the Senate in Florida is a very tough thing to do. It's a very hard thing to do, as if Ivanka is not used to uh, living in a tough world, living in a world where everybody attacks her and her family. She is prepped for this. She is bred for this. Uh, President Trump has had her at his right-hand side for 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 years and years and years and years. And if anybody is able to do this and win, it would be somebody with the intelligence, with the star power, with the beauty, with the entire package, ladies and gentlemen, that Ivanka Trump would bring. So he proceeded to say that it was very tough to run against, uh, run for Senate in Florida. And it's, it's, it's a very uh, dedicated thing that you have to do. He said, I don't own the Senate seat. Well, you're right about that, Marco Rubio. You don't own the Senate seat. Um, he said, I don't own the Senate seat. So, you know, if she ran and she beat me, then, you know, so be it, I would move on. And that's a gracious thing to say. However, you know very well that he is very, very, very upset at the fact that Ivanka Trump is talking about and putting together a, you know, a kind of like a preliminary team to kind of put the feelers out there to see what a Senate run would look like for her. And I would bet that most of you, I see so many, so many people saying, uh, I live in Miami, Rubio let us down. Uh, people say that they live in Florida, they would vote for her. Um, Geraldine Ruma says, whoop, whoop, I would definitely vote for her. She lives in Tampa. I used to live in Tampa. Um, I wonder, is Ybor City still down in Tampa? I know Tampa has really changed in the last 15 years since I've been down there. But Ybor City, back in my younger days, back in my godless days, used to be a place that I used to spend many, many hours into the wee hours of the morning doing things I should not have been doing because nothing good after happens after midnight. But I was just curious if Ybor City still existed. Um, so, uh, so, yes, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Ivanka Trump 
that would be a, a, a sight to see, and I would uh, definitely go down and campaign for her, with her, and I would definitely work as hard as I work for her father, doing Live from America and going around the country to events, rallies, performing whatever I had to do to make sure uh, that she that she got in. Somebody said, isn't she more liberal than her father? I think they all kind of were at one point. I think even Trump was leaning, was, you know, leaned uh, politically a Democrat at, at some point, but they've always been conservative when it comes to uh, finances. They've always been conservative when it comes to how to, you know, economics. And, and they've had that kind of point of view. And I think they've become full conservative over the past three, four, five years. You know, just like I think Trump uh, President Trump has become even more of a Christian and more closer to God. You know, people do change. Like I said, I used to spend my time at the, the wee hours in the morning uh, at the Ybor City, and you would never find me doing that now. She says, yes, Ybor City still exists. Okay. Uh, so people do change, and I think Ivanka has seen, seen um, you know, which side politically that she wants to be on. So, so God bless her. God bless her in this, in this, um, in this journey that she might be setting out on. And uh, just keep her in your prayers. Pray for the family, um, because I think that even Don Jr. is going to get involved as well. I think you're going to see the entire Trump family come in, swoop in, and, 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 and take over the Republican Party in so many ways. Uh, speaking of, of rhinos and Republicans, uh, yesterday... Uh, Rand Paul. Now I gotta, I gotta admit, I was, I was upset with Rand Paul, and I still am to a certain extent for him um, voting to certify what he knew was fraudulent certifications from each of these states from the 2020 election. I'll never forget that. However, I always, always uh, forgive, and I always um, think that it's good to give somebody a second chance. Rand Paul, over the past two weeks, has really, ladies and gentlemen, has really stuck his neck out there, like Ted Cruz, like Josh Hawley, and like others, um, to fight for President Trump. And not just President Trump, what MAGA stood for, what Make America Great Again stood for. He's out there fighting hard. So I will always give him his uh, respect for doing that. And yesterday on the Senate floor, he called an immediate vote as to whether or not the impeachment was constitutional or not. 45, ladies and gentlemen, of 50, 45 senators on the, on the GOP side uh, voted with Rand Paul to say that the impeachment is not constitutional. Okay? That is major. Because you need 17 Republicans, 17 out of the 50 that are there, to vote for impeachment in an impeachment trial of President Donald Trump, which is a sham impeachment trial anyway, because you cannot impeach somebody who is a uh, who's a former elected official. And on paper, right now, President Trump is just that. It is unconstitutional. It's why John Roberts didn't want to get involved. And as you've seen last night, and maybe you haven't, because it's hard for you to get notifications from my page anymore, which is why I suggest just checking my page every couple hours and make sure that you're on here at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time to see live news. Patrick Leahy was uh, sworn in to preside over the trial, over the, I don't even want to call it the trial, over the circus. However, Patrick Leahy is not a lawyer. He is not a judge. He doesn't have that right, but he was sworn in as uh, somebody that has that right, and he would get a vote. Really weird on that, because if you get sworn in to preside over something like that, you should immediately have to give up your vote. Well, not too long after the, fa after the fact that he was sworn in, we'll call put that in quotes, he was immediately rushed to the hospital because he did not feel well. Condition is still unknown, still in the hospital. Nobody knows the, the, um, the severity of what, uh, you know, 
of the diagnosis for Senator Patrick Leahy. Um, but I will say that God works on God's time. God does what God sees fit. And if that man is in the hospital, I wish him nothing but the best. If he, if God sends to call him home, then I, uh, I would say, uh, rest in peace, Senator Patrick Leahy. Uh, but I will say that um, people who do bad things have bad things happen back to them. And uh, that is the work of the devil, and I just, I, I keep them in my prayers. However, ladies and gentlemen, you would need 17 Republicans. Now, you don't have that. It's not going to go through. It's not going to happen. It's just a circus. It's just a way to drag President Trump's name through the mud longer and longer, and it's completely unconstitutional. They can't really move forward. They're going to anyway, because the Senate control, uh, the Democrats uh, control the Senate, at least by one when it comes to Kamala Harris being the tiebreaker. As of right now, it sits 50-50. Now, again, you need five, you need 17, and, and five actually voted for the impeachment. Would you write, Would you like me to read you who the five are? Let me read you who the five rhinos are, who will be primaried out uh, very shortly. And President Trump is putting a list together of, quote, dirtbag Republicans who he plans to do everything in his power to uh, primary out for the midterms um, as he takes control over the Republican Party. Mitten's uh, binder of women, Mitt Romney. Remember that? I've got a binder of women. Mitt Romney, who wears mom jeans from Utah, he voted for the, impe uh, the impeachment. Susan Collins, my neighbor from Maine, um, who doesn't always seem like she's with it and seems like she doesn't really even know what she's saying half the time, Susan Collins voted for the impeachment. Lisa Murkowski from Alaska, no surprise there. You know what I mean? Um, she has also voted for impeachment. Pat Toomey, who couldn't run and win as a dog catcher today in the state of Pennsylvania because Pennsylvania has so many problems in their election system and what they just did and how they illegally certified uh, for President Biden. Uh, Pat Toomey from Pennsylvania, he voted for impeachment. Who else? Ben Sass from Nebraska also voted for impeachment. They will be gone. Their jobs are gone. Mitt Romney can go back to look through his binder of women wearing his mom jeans while he's, you know, living his, the rest of his life in Utah, disgraced and shamed, and has no respect ever. As you can remember, he was all for the um, uh, President Trump back when President Trump was, uh, was billionaire builder Trump. He wanted his endorsement so bad. And I think President Trump said one of the funniest things. I think this is when Biden really, I mean, um, when uh, Mittens Romney really turned on President Trump and when he decided to be a rhino uh, against him and, and be his adversary rather than his ally. Um, when, <laughs> when President Trump said, Mitt, you would have done anything for my endorsement that day. And then President Trump took it a step further and said, and had kind of a double meaning there, and I'll let you, I'll let you be the judge of that in your own head. Um, uh, oh, somebody just said Fox News reported that Patrick Leahy went home last night. Okay, I had not seen that. Well, then... Then, you know, that's good, but I don't know what his future is with presiding over the, uh, the sham impeachment trial. But when President Trump said to Mitt Romney, I could have told you to get on your knees and beg for the endorsement, and you would have. I think that was the minute that Mitt Romney's mom jeans went right up the crack of his butt so high that he, I can't believe you just said that about me. <laughs> so, um, you know. Uh, <laughs> I think that was the time that that turned. Yes, I know some of these Republicans were just voted in and they have six-year terms, but uh, and, and, and most likely most of them will be retired by that time anyway, but it still doesn't mean that we can't go out there and let the world know over the next two years 
who they really are, what they really did, and what they really stand for. And you got to understand something else, too. If the state Republican Party censures or decides to remove them from the Republican Party, that is a major blow. And right now you're seeing um, Liz Cheney, you are seeing um, Mitch McChina, and you are seeing, I think it's Fred Upton from Michigan, where the state Republican parties literally are voting county by, by county to not only censure them, but also to remove them from the public uh, from the uh, from the Republican Party. And you're and, and another thing too is President Trump is going to go for impeachment of these folks as the leader of the Republican Party. They are actually going to um, be to be. Uh, it might be a journey. It might be a, a dead end journey. But at least it's a fight. And at least it lets the Republicans in those states know that they no longer want to be represented by these dirtbag Republicans, as President Trump calls them. So, moving on, let's, uh, let's move on to some more news. Let's talk about um, Resident Biden. I will not call him President Biden, because you know, if he won legally, I would, I would swallow my pride and I would say, President Biden. He did not, so I will call him Resident Biden. Resident Biden is uh, reportedly furious with Gavin Newsom. He is uh, so mad at Gavin Newsom for lifting up some of the uh, COVID, the state COVID restrictions, and um, and he fears that it's because Gavin Newsom fears his reelection, um, uh, the percentage chance of that he would get reelected again. I think it's deeper than that. Uh, there is one point three, one point two million signatures right now to recall and remove Gavin Newsom as the governor. They need 1.5 million in order to to move the the goalpost forward. Okay, so if you live in California and if you and if you have not signed the um, the petition to recall and remove and basically fire Gavin Newsom, then please find out where you do that. Look on. I'm sure you can easily Google it and find it. Find out the people that are in charge of that. Look that up. If you can't find it, I will find out who you get a hold of and how you become part of that petition, how you sign that petition, and I will put it in the comment section of this video later on. However, you only need 300,000 more, and I think, I'm pretty sure, that Gavin Newsom uh, is really, really scared of being fired. He ought to be scared of being arrested. Probably won't happen under a Biden DOJ, but he ought to be scared about being arrested for all the money he took illegally and did not report to the IRS or did not report as you're supposed to report as a governor and took it through backdoor deals with his uh, with his family members and which uh, basically had links to the CCP. So and and given free houses and free cars and all of that, which he never ever reported, which is which is a felony. How these people stay in place, how these people stay in power with felonies is absolutely beyond me. They're not kings, they're not queens. We have a responsibility, and the people of California are doing what they can to get that petition um, uh, finished. And they only need three hundred thousand more. Please get the word out, ladies and gentlemen. Sign that petition if you live in California. Now, moving on to Doctor Fa Fraud. Fauci. Um, Dr. Fraud Fauci, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but he is among the highest paid, if not the highest paid, government, on the government's payroll anyway, uh, he was even making more than the president's salary at $400,000, okay? And that, ladies and gentlemen, is reported by the Daily Caller. It says that he's the highest paid federal official in, in 2020. Uh, 
and he banked more money than the president who makes 400000 Now, they did not say how much he did make, but they said he banked more than the 400000 that is supposed to be allocated for the president's salary, which President Trump gave away every dollar of. I wonder if Biden, President Biden, will give away his money. Or if they'll just take it from him because he's a puppet. Who knows? Uh, but Dr. Fauci said that now he thinks that you should be wearing two and possibly three masks. Well, Dr. Fauci, let me tell you something. I never wear one mask. So let me get to the point where I wear one mask before you start pushing two and three masks on me. Apparently, one mask is only like 70% effective. Two masks is a little over 80% effective. And three masks now is apparently 95% effective. So really, the entire time that they've been telling you and pushing you to wear a mask, it didn't work anyway. You knew it. I knew it. It's amazing how we're not, um, you know, you know, scientists or, 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 or viral, virologists. How do you say that? I don't even know the word. That's how little I know about viral infections. However, it's common sense, ladies and gentlemen, that a little piece of, uh, of cloth is not going to stop any kind of virus from moving around, okay? If, you're, if your pants and your underwear can't even stop your fart, <laughs> I highly doubt that a little piece of, uh, uh, of, uh, of cloth is going to stop an, a very infectious virus that has a 99% chance of living anyhow of getting into the air. But, you know, it's a good thing when you go to a restaurant, you walk in and, you, and, and, and wear that, that masky pad, but then you can sit down and be below the level of, of danger, right? You know what I mean? It's just, it's all been such a fraud. He's a fraud. Um, he's in it for, he's a, he's a fair weather scientist. He's been in there since, since before the HIV pandemic. He couldn't do that right. They still haven't found a cure for AIDS, but yet nobody's walking around wearing masks and stuff like that. Um, I know that that that's I'm just joking because you can't catch AIDS through the air, but uh, um, <laughs> I just I am so confused over all this. Speaking of that, ladies and gentlemen, um, uh, <laughs> the hospital here in in my uh, uh, my town in Claremont um, called me yesterday. I got a call from from a number that was local, so I answered it, and it said, "Hi, this is." Uh, this is the, the local regional hospital. I won't give out the name. But they said, uh, our records show that you are eligible for the corona vaccine, the coronavirus vaccine. I said, oh, really? They said, yes, yes, free of charge. Would you like to schedule your appointment to come in and get your first dose? I said, no, I would not like that. They said, but you, but you qualify. I said, but I'm healthy. They said, but it's free. I said, but I have a 99% chance of, not, of, 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 of living when I get it. And then I should be good, right? Um, so no, I, 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 said, I declined. I, I positively and, and respectfully recline, uh, declined their offer for their free coronavirus vaccine. Um, and I'm sure it'll put, Biden will push that to where it's somewhat mandatory, to where you can't fly on planes. Well, guess what? I'll always drive my car. And if they say you can't drive your car, well, then I'll go back old school and I'll buy a horse. One way or another, I am not taking the coronavirus vaccine. Now, that's not a, that's not a, um, that's not a, uh, you know, a dig at anybody out there who does take it. That's your prerogative. If you want to take the coronavirus vaccine, that's your prerogative, and I respect you for doing so. However, I'm not going to take the coronavirus vaccine. Um, I don't know 100% what is in that vaccine or what makes up that vaccine, but from what I've researched and from and one thing that I, that, I, that I think is in there is, uh, um, you know, pieces or parts from, from aborted fetuses. And, you know, being a Christian, I will rely on God. 
okay, for my immune system that he gave me um, before I start getting shot with something that I don't know what's in it. I will never take it, neither will my children, and if I have to take them out of, I don't think that the Christian school would make them do it, but if I have to, then I will uh, take them out of there and homeschool them as well. Not going to happen. So that was my story about the, uh, the coronavirus. Now, moving on, the FEE says that companies are already preparing to cut jobs and automate it as much as they possibly can if Biden gets his $15 minimum wage. Now, we talked about this last night. The only winner in a $15 minimum wage is the government. Employers do not win when, a $15, uh, when, when the minimum wage is raised that high. Employees do not win when the minimum wage is raised that high. Uh, retailers and, 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 and anybody who sells anything does not win. It just gets passed down to the consumer, as we talked about last night, and nobody wins anything. Your bills go up, gas goes up, milk goes up, everything goes up. So it's, you're, you're right back to where you started from. It doesn't matter. It will never matter. It's the dumbest thing you could possibly do in economics. And, and I just, I, I get it. You have to have some kind of a federal minimum wage or a state minimum wage in order for people not to work as slave labor. And really, to be honest with you, if, if, if wages would have, would have went up with inflation, we never would have had that problem anyway. But the fact is, if you just try to force in a federal min, uh, state or federal minimum wage up to that high, everybody's just going to lose. Everybody's just going to lose. So um, companies are already saying that they're preparing to cut jobs and automate as much as they can. Well, there you go. You're killing the economy even more, resident Biden. You literally know zero zip zilch. You're only pandering to the people who pull your strings because they're the people who make the money in the long run. You know, like you did with, with China and with the Ukraine and with your fake uh, energy companies with your pedophile son. So, you know, they know what they're doing, but it's destroying America. And that's why we need President Trump to come in and save America. By the way, check out my song with Dave Bray, America is Dying, because it's fitting right now for what we're dealing with. Um, also, unions that endorsed President Biden are now furious and lashing out after he stabbed them in the back on day one and started destroying union jobs. He, let me, let, let's, just put, let's just get it straight. On day one, he, he, he went after women. He went after the people who voted for him. He went after the um, uh, unions. He's destroying the economy. He has not done anything to help the minority communities whatsoever. He left them in the dust, threw them under the bus. They're gone. Um, he's just gone back on every one of his words, like Democrats do all the time. When are people going to wake up? And when are people going to stop being brainwashed? Because the TV told me to do it. The old TV told me to go vote for Biden, and they said, orange man, bad. So I got to go vote for Biden, because he's going to be the savior. Well, matter of fact, he's just the opposite. He's the destroyer. So there's that. Um, so I, I, I have a feeling that these same people are not going to be voting for President Biden or anybody who, who's on the Democratic side uh, once President Trump comes back and runs again for 2024, which everybody close to him says he is doing. Um, Platforms, platforms like YouTube, Facebook, and the rest, they are demonetizing people at the highest rate possible right now. They're demonetizing even uh, true independent news sources until they rebrand and restructure their content in order to fit the narrative that these big tech companies want you to say. Guess what? I've never monetized a single thing that I've ever been on. I've never monetized on YouTube, Facebook, or any of the others. 
I rely on the people. This is my full-time job now. Everything that I do now to grow this network is all crowdfunded. And it's crowdfunded through subscriptions, donations, and people buying merch. You know what? And the great thing about buying merch from people like me and others who do this is the fact that your message, you, the clothes that you wear are, are a symbol of your personality in a lot of cases, right? You're not going to be able to go to Walmart and buy a shirt made from some sweatshop kid in China that says anything positive about President Trump. You're only going to buy that from places that, that, that side with that kind of a narrative. And unfortunately, those aren't big companies. You know what I mean? So I will always stay completely crowdfunded. Always. And if, if, I, if, I, if I die out and I don't work, if it doesn't work anymore, then I'll figure something else out. But I will never rely on corporate sponsorship. I will never rely on monetization from these, from these dirtbag, disgusting companies. And the pe we the people need, like I've said for a long time, con Christian conservatives and the conservative movement, we need to have our own YouTubes, we need, like Rumble. We need to have our own uh, Amazons. We need to have our own social media platforms, like Freedom that's getting ready to come out. Freedom Social Network, which I'm involved in as well. So there's going to be so much, ladies and gentlemen, growth over the next few years. And Donald Trump's going to be right there fighting with us. So, you know, just know that if you want to, uh, if you want to see companies like mine and others grow, it depends on you because they're not gonna they're not gonna let us grow through capitalism anymore. They're just not. And I never did it anyway. I knew that they would never, ever, ever, ever sponsor that kind of a that kind of a speech. You know what I mean? Um, the uh, I wanted to let you guys know that pretty soon, like I said, you'll be able to watch live videos right from my website. I am going to CPAC in Florida at the end of February. I want you guys to submit questions to me to ask to certain people down there. I will be interviewing people working for you. I will be asking them from Jeremy Harrell the same way that I talk right here on this show. We're going to start holding people accountable. I will be down there as media, and I am completely honored and blessed by God to be a part of that. Now, if you are also a person who has emailed me that you want to help me out in Patriot contribute uh, con uh, news, like giving me news from your state, uh, as the studio, as we move into the studio and start interviewing state senators and state congressmen and women from your states and holding them accountable right on live from America at a state level because we need to keep the states red. If you said that I want to help, I want to give you information, I've put you into my own little binder of men and women and I will be reaching out to you very shortly, uh, all of you who, who said you wanted to be a part of that with um, directives and, and how we're going to do that, okay? So just stay tuned on that. If you sent emails or if you've donated, I'm always a couple days behind. I get to them. I work right through midnight usually to, uh, trying to answer things back and trying to be a part of, uh, of it right along with you. So thank you guys very much. I am going to end the show right now. I appreciate you watching live from America at 11 a.m. The podcast and Rumble Audio will be up um, by noon, and then I will see you tonight at Live at 5 for more Live from America. Uh, thank you for all the news you send to me and all the contribution that you're helping me with. I appreciate it. Go to jeremyharrell.com for all of it. Listen to music, listen to podcasts, watch past videos, see how you can help, see how you can get involved, sign up for the newsletter, blah, 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 the rest. All right, guys, may God bless you all. May God bless President Trump and this a wonderful, wonderful uh, country that we live in. Remember to always stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back and your chest out and your head up high, because you are a child of God. And no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Have a wonderful afternoon. We'll see you tonight at 5 p.m. for more Live from America. See you later. Rebirth of America. Been a long time coming and we all learned something that we want.